0: Hello, and welcome to a new COP26-inspired special bonus episode of the Miranda Law Firm podcast, Investing Beyond Borders. On the sidelines of the UN Climate Change Conference in Glasgow, Miranda Alliance's ESG Impact Plus team has been talking to a number of important players and stakeholders about the importance of COP26 and other ESG-related matters. Today, our colleague Diana Teodoro talks to the CEO of the Norwegian Democratic Software Development Company... ACT Cooperative Corporation, AS, Thomas Jepsen, who shares his insights on some of the matters being discussed at COP26, including sustainable markets and the role of consumers. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, over to you.
1: Thomas Jepsen is the founder and CEO of ACT Cooperative Corporation AS, a democratic software development company in Norway, which is working on what they believe to be the most hands-on solution for mitigating global warming. Thomas believes that due to recent developments in blockchain, data management and AI, we are now on the verge of a major breakthrough. For the past seven years, he has been involved in what seemed like a utopia project. This recently evolved into a potentially highly scalable marketplace aimed at enabling the globally connected consumer to shop in a more sustainable manner. ACT aims at changing the way we shop by providing information on which product has a smaller CO2 footprint. Hi Thomas, what are ACT's expectations for COP26? So
2: cop 26 is an awareness making and networking event. And it's also about uniting top down government policies. What we need to address is not only climate change, but all the nine planetary boundaries and possibly also inequality. Especially we need to address the four of the planetary boundaries we have already crossed and climate change is just one of them. The three other boundaries that have already been crossed are deforestation and species extinction, it's also known as biodiversity, nitrate and phosphorus run out from agriculture. I want to go back to the amount of money shifted. Um, The problem is that the amount of money that needs to be shifted to a more sustainable practice of production uh, throughout the supply chain is so big that we cannot continue with incremental same old same old changes. We need something faster. And you want to shift money from less sustainable production to more sustainable production, right? For example, buy the more sustainable tomato. And for tomatoes, uh, 75% of the energy consumption is the heating of the greenhouses. So you need to know the fuel mix used for the heating of greenhouses does it use fossil fuel is it the sun that heats the greenhouses. And you also need to know that, and many other data points, and you need to know that on all products to the tune of 11 million barcodes. Think about that. So I see our environmental challenges as an extraordinary opportunity for learning how to collaborate on a large scale, right? And my passion is exactly that. Collaborative technology and methodologies and to collaboration for me basically means, first and foremost, bottom up, it does not mean top-down policymaking. Um, I mean, we need both, but the bottom-up money shift needs to happen first because it will give the politicians the mandate they need in order to create strong enough policies that will then get us there, right? So in short, I expect COP26 to be about awareness and networking, and that's great too.
1: Is the world ready to move towards a more sustainable economy?
2: The world needs to learn how to collaborate on large scale, and it needs to be a bottom-up movement. Um, it, It needs to be shifting a large chunk of money to more sustainable production and fast. That will create a consumer, money-driven competition among producers to be more sustainable. And the compound change over time was it's almost the same calculation as the compound interest. Well, over time that will be almost infinite. So the most likely candidate to shift money from tomato B to tomato A are the consumers. So right now there is no tool to coordinate this on a global scale, but of course ACT will change that.
1: Will the implementation of ESG criteria contribute to shift the paradigm?
2: So if we define ESG as collecting data for each product and service so that you can say that tomato A is better than tomato B, then yes, it will have a huge impact. But again, the demand for this, the candidate for this is a bottom-up movement of consumers picking tomato A over tomato B, not a top-down movement. Top-down is great too, but we need the bottom-up to drive the top-down.
1: And what is more important? Responsible policies or responsible consumers?
2: So, policies or consumers. I think I have already answered that. Consumers need to shift money so that politicians get a big enough mandate to create good enough policies. That is how I see the least resistance to change, not the other way around.
1: How can regular citizens contribute to reduce carbon emissions on a day-to-day basis?
2: So it is uh, regular citizens that need to go from passive spectators to active participators because they can shift the most money, the fastest, in a more sustainable direction and democratically. But they need to know that tomato A is better than tomato B, then they can act. It's not possible to act without that knowledge.
1: How can companies like ACT help to educate consumers?
2: Companies like ACT should try to make it very transparent. What is the impact on the people and the planet throughout the production lifecycle of the products produced by the producers so that the consumers can choose tomato A because it's better than tomato B. That is the job, Then that leads to action, and that leads to money shifted, and that gives the politicians enough mandate to create the right policies. All right, that's all. Feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or email. We need all hands on deck to make ACT happen on a large scale. And we need uh, lots of competencies like um, business angels, but also lawyers for creating a massive legal strength to withstand the amount of change that ACT will potentially bring to the table. We need to protect that. Just uh, Google ACT and Thomas Jepsen, and Jepsen is J-E-P-S-E-N. And you can also follow our launch on the socials that you'll find on our webpage, double A double C double T -T 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 dot O-R-G. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks, Diana. And thank you, Thomas, for sharing your thoughts with us on this second COP26-inspired bonus episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We hope you enjoy this content and found something to reflect about, whatever you are. Over the coming days and weeks, we will continue to bring you more news and content on Miranda's participation in COP26 and on the work being carried out by our ESG Impact Plus team. Stay tuned to this podcast, to our website and LinkedIn page to hear more from us on these important issues. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Technical support is provided by Catarina Muraiş from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.